0: It's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out. Or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll
1: be like eavesdropping in a girl's night, all wrapped up into one.
2: House, I do what I want. Ooh, ooh. Megan's the woman of the house, and she does what she wants.
1: That's true. I've mentioned multiple times drinking at four on this podcast. What do you guys
2: say? It's Megan and Cecilia.
1: Yeah, but you make your own thing up.
0: They're like, hey guys, it's Avery. Welcome back. Oh, he's nervous.
2: Well, I, I had an idea of what you guys wanted, and then now I don't.
0: Oh, just
1: do what you thought we want. Do what you want.
2: Welcome to What in the Dang Hack with Cecilia and Megan, where we talk about random stuff that no one really cares about, but there's a lot of bull trap on.
0: <laughs> okay, so now we know how Avery feels about it. Stop talking. Oh, oh,
1: crap. He he has He's there's obviously... a lot of old crap
2: online and we're just trying to get away from it
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're just trying to be a retreat for your heart <laughs> hey guys um cecilia here heads up this audio of me sounds like i'm in a paper bag it's gonna be great um just you know Give me some grace. I don't know what went wrong. Uh, but we'll be back next time with it all figured out. Okay. Thank you. Goodbye. So currently, I'm staring at Megan and Avery. They're sharing an earphone. And Avery is drinking wine out of a mason jar.
2: <laughs> so we broke.
0: We broke all well, of our Well, we didn't.
2: Our dishwasher broke one of our wine glasses. I think it was, a, it was a wedding glass. Like no. I, Guys.
0: Never have I ever thought to put a wine glass in the dishwasher.
2: Well, it's a dish, so that's, that's kind of where it goes.
0: It's not a dish. No, it's glass. <laughs>
1: what,
2: Cece, what do you put in your dishwasher?
0: I throw everything up in there. But, besides,
2: but the, wine glass.
0: besides wine glasses and flutes.
2: Well, now we know.
1: Listen, one of his buddies thought a flute was the same thing as a wine glass, so we're all really confused over here.
2: We he <laughs> On your
0: second wedding, when you have a registry, you can um, ask for more. Well, second wife.
2: not going to happen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> because theology? of
2: Catholic teaching. <laughs> <laughs> in the Bible.
0: Typically in military, there's first wives club, second wives club, and occasionally a third wives club.
2: Define occasionally, because that is a lot more rampant than you might think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so more than we thought. <laughs> okay, so today um we're doing QA with the lovely couple. Um, but first we're gonna start with obviously heck yes and heck knows
1: Um Megan, heck yes. Heck yes is Instapot's. We just got one for Christmas and it cooks your rice without you think Did you get one too? I got one but I haven't opened it. Oh my oh, gosh. Okay. Dude, yeah, see, we're the same. We get it. And we're
0: like, okay, we want to <laughs> open it. It's sitting on my shelf, and it's really cute, and I want to use it, but like, I, I just have an effort <clears throat> to open. I need to like order the yeah, and like order like the or order Instacart food that I like want to use to like put in the pot. You can
1: really just put regular dollar rice in it too, and it makes it amazingly.
2: Inst- are you saying an instant pot has a brand of food?
0: No, no, no. I just like to h- order my food to my house. <laughs> Oh, because gotcha. she can do that. We because, would do that too if we were Because able
2: otherwise to. you'd have to go onto a locked uh scooter and <laughs> to, to push all the way home.
0: No, otherwise I'd have to just like it's hard kind of like carrying a lot of groceries while walking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. So you got an instant pot. <laughs> like
1: twins. You don't have to touch it. You just throw the rice in there, you throw the water in there, you hit rice. It literally says yeah. the button for rice and you hit rice. And it cooks it, and then it beeps when it's done. You let the steam go, and it's like perfectly made rice.
2: It has a different setting for brown rice, too. It's pretty dope.
0: I didn't even know that. Brown rice. Sorry, I'm t- hold on. I'm trying to fix the volume because I'm hearing some feedback from you. Mm.
2: This wouldn't have happened if you had just used your other color, which is perfectly fine. Do you
0: have a fan on, yes or no? No. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyways, yeah, do you have an Instapot cookbook that you use or something?
1: No, I've only. Made, the, I think they do have one, but we've only. I've only used it for rice so far, and that's enough for me to be like sold because rice sucks to make otherwise.
0: I cooked a nice beef stroganoff in my ex's Instapot, and that turned out just fine.
1: See, instant pots are heck yeses.
0: Instant pots are
2: the heckest <laughs> of yeses.
0: They're the cheat, like for, for women who like want to cheat cooking. All right. <laughs> Which
1: is like for me, I love crockpot, pots, but Avery hates crockpot meals. So when Why? it's like, inst-
0: I hate when it's mushy.
1: I'm like, you know what? Why do I even cook for you?
0: <laughs> most food is mushy.
2: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is <laughs> most. <laughs> ever- Since. <laughs> okay. What, <Gross>. what, do- <laughs> what food do you eat for dinner, Avery, that's crunchy?
2: Crunchy? Yeah, asparagus, um, salad, celery.
0: You don't carrots. eat celery. Oh, <laughs> for dinner. That's what I'm saying. Most dinner food is mushy.
2: But the opposite of mushy is not necessarily crunchy.
0: It is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the steak is not mushy. See there, but it it's is. also not crunchy.
0: It's because we want steak every night. This is why, I
1: guess. A high taste, and he has Listen, to have steak and three glasses of wine every, I'm night. Drinking every night. Wine
2: out of a mason jar. All right, I'm a man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no it's
0: okay it must what's your heck yes Cece <laughs> okay so my heck yes is that I just got an executive or uh, leadership position at the women's school wow. um so really big news so head of marketing um so I'll be transitioning into that role uh full-time within the next six months after all my I have about 120 uh, students right now so once those kind of um settle down a little bit I will be then full-time but I have to go to Florida once a month um for business training and everything so back to traveling um you like, I, you like I love it real flight Yeah, an occasional flight. I again, November was the only month in November twenty twenty was the only month in since like twenty nineteen, beginning of twenty nineteen that I hadn't been on a flight. So yeah, I know.
2: Are they aware of your aversion to putting wine glasses and flutes in dishwashers? I feel like that would be an important thing to bring up.
0: Avery, and- this is like, I'm pretty sure that everyone on earth besides you two knows <laughs> not to put that into dishwashers. Like, what happens? Because <laughs> well, we well, bounce around the brain. Do. do you open up the dishwasher and then you just have
1: glass everywhere? Is that what happens every time? No, you just
2: this every one time. You say every time,
1: like we do this often. Well, what did you get? Two wine glasses? We have three. <laughs> and now we only have one. So you do the math.
0: We have <laughs> Why do I you have know. three?
1: we we I, they're all random sizes one has some one says something but well, it's like written wrong
0: they're all oh. oh okay okay so they're not like a nice crate and barrel set of wine glasses
1: oh. do you know us no <laughs> i know you and i would think that
0: maybe you had
1: that <laughs> no we put all the wrong things on the registry so we do not have the crate and barrel uh wedding glasses yet but soon. Because I need wine glasses to drink yeah. with you. So yeah. no, I'm
2: drinking out of a mason jar right now, and it works just but fine. But it's just
1: a different experience when you have a wine glass. Yeah, it's like a thick rim. Yeah. Th- big, That's the only one we rim. have yeah. left is the thick rim one. Ugh.
0: You need that thin, crispy rim.
2: You just crispy. thick rim.
0: No, no, no. no thick rim is mason. Rim.
2: Oh. Keep up. Uh-huh. But, it's a, but it's a narrow opening. I hate... <laughs>
0: It doesn't matter. Is it thick on my lips or not? <laughs> pretty much your heck
2: yes. <laughs> my heck yes is I had to quarantine for 14 days prior to going to OCS, which is a heck yes because Meg and I have been able to hang out oh, a ton.
0: True. They're not going to know what OCS is.
2: OCS is Officer Candidate School. Technically, it's Officer Candidate Course, uh, which is different from OCS. But it's not that different, so it, there's really like it no point in differentiating the two.
0: Yeah, because it uh, would be OCC, and it would be a lot harder to say.
2: Yeah, and nobody knows what OCC is. But I guess nobody knows what OCS is either, so <laughs> we could have avoided all this. Basically, it's like, it's like boot camp for officers. But yeah, so we've been hanging out a ton and goofing around and laughing a lot and joking around. Um, my heck no is that <laughs> when I get to OCS, I have another 14-day quarantine. <laughs>
1: Which makes no sense. No, no sense.
2: The difference between this one and that one is that I'm not I will there. be yeah one Megan's not there, which is just huge. <laughs> Two, like you, it, it is straight up quarantine. You cannot leave your room. Everybody gets their own barracks room, and I'm told that that barracks was built in the 50s, which is so cool. And <laughs> you cannot leave your room. Cool
0: is not the word I thought humans can use.
2: You <laughs> drop off the food like at your door. And you just, like, get it, like, the little, like, creature you are, and you (laughs) go back into your little hole. (laughs) It's, like, so terrible, but...
0: Okay, so they literally decide to to quarantine you for 28 days total, completely pay you for it, and they're just, like, wasting so much taxpayer money just by freaking making you sit in a room.
2: And then you think about... uh, uh, Congress and other government entities, and you're like, you know, we really don't waste that much money compared to other people.
0: So, yeah, we don't because well, how much uh, how much money we give to the abortion industry is like an I'm arm good. of our American government. So. We'll brush over
2: the government stuff so I don't get kicked out of this program. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we should not refer to you as Avery.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my code name.
0: <laughs>
2: so, my name is something different.
0: It's V Is that opposite of Avery? <laughs> <laughs> no. Avery! Avery with that A. Name.
2: It's like big Latin. V Ray. V Ray. It's Yureva. Yureva's not absolute. That's my phone Okay.
0: You're not What's your heck? Did you already say yes. your heck yes? Heck no yeah. and it's heck yes.
2: They're both oh. Philippines.
0: Just... I'm like, what time is it here? It's 9 p.m. I don't know what's going
1: on. Megan, <laughs> what's your heck no? Um, my heck no is obviously Avery leaving. But then the other heck no is everywhere in New Mexico is now asking for you to write down your name and phone number. Otherwise, they will deny you service if you do not so that they can contact trace you, which I am not cool with. I-
0: well, that's not going to be my real phone number I'm writing down.
1: Right. So no. Avery and I have been coming up with different names and different phone numbers everywhere we go. Write
0: down the podcast number 312
1: 312- <laughs> 775- <laughs> <2-625, laughs> 775 baby. i let you know
2: that one of our chefs <laughs> came down with COVID. You guys could like- put, it- put it on the podcast. <laughs> that would be funny. That would be really funny. I'll
1: do that next time. Yeah, yeah
0: let's put that down. Oh yeah, just get a Google number and start slapping that baby down. There you go.
1: There we go. Random number. I want
2: want the satisfaction of someone having to call a number and they go, bop, We're sorry. This number that you are calling is not connected.
0: Oh, thank (laughs) you for that recreation. Well,
2: that is precisely what I want. So I wanted you guys to know that. (laughs) Okay. Sorry if I'm ruining the podcast.
0: No, this is great. content (laughs) My heck no is when. Men think that having a loud car is cool. It's like I'm trying to work and then you're over here revving your engine. I'm like, you are obviously compensating for something. Can we just walk you through this? (laughs) I decided. To get like, what is the thought process here? Avery, maybe you could give some insight. I don't know. But yeah, let me just have a loud car because I don't get attention anywhere else in my life. So I think that if I make a loud noise, I may get attention for a split second, even though the attention is negative because everyone's looking, why do you have a loud car? And that guy's just like, zah, 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 zah. So literally, what the heck?
2: So in this context, they are intentionally revving their engines, but they're at a stoplight or something. They're not going anywhere. <laughs>
0: exactly i'm like are you in the indie 500 900 1000 whatever it is
2: i was going to push back on you a little bit because i do think like not necessarily a, lo- a loud car but like a lot of aftermarket mufflers make your car sound really good and they as a byproduct of that they're louder but if they're just like stepping on their throttle and they're in neutral at a stoplight then yes they are they are douchebags
0: <laughs> yeah i'm like i actually don't would like I am instantly judging you if that's how, if your car sounds like a leaf blower. End of story. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's the same thing with motorcycles.
0: Yeah. What do you mean? I've never heard, Especially a, I've with, never heard a quiet motorcycle. Like
2: with, well, like with Harleys where they're like blasting their sound system. And it's like, bro, nobody cares that you listen to Florida Georgia Line.
0: Oh. There is one guy in this town. I don't think he lives here, but he drives around. He has a purple motorcycle, has flames on the side, and it's really massive. Like, handlebars, like, you're getting a cramp on your shoulders. You're, like, he has to have, like, extendo arms or something to get these. But this is, like, it's, like, think of a ghetto kind of like flame truck that like bumps up in the back and like leverages up or whatever and like maybe has some dice in like the mirror or something (laughs) and it's like shiny like you know whatever it's that but in motorcycle form and he drives laps just laps around around town
1: for attention
0: also (laughs) up and down up and down i'm like can we what do you need Do you need Jesus? Do you need a girlfriend? Like, what do you need? Because let's just get you what you need so you freaking stop. (laughs) Anyways, that really just lights a flame under my butt. Um, But yeah, loud, those loud things are just so unnecessary. Um, Okay, so before we go into some more questions, shout out to Hallow. Megan, you were telling me that you were using the Hallow prayer app on the road?
1: Yes, I was using it so when I went back-to-back weekends traveling for weddings um I used it in the hotel a lot because I just had extra time and I was just sitting there editing and I had quiet time for the first time in like my life of being a mom (laughs) and so I took way advantage of it and used uh hallow those weekends and it was so nice
0: yeah and I literally just got a notification on my phone time to pray (laughs) (laughs) So if you don't, it makes you feel guilty, but Hollow is a prayer, the number one Catholic prayer app. Pretty much they have everything from the rosary to Bible stories to, you know, Holy Hour challenges to a Bible in the year, Father Mike Schmitz, the daily gospel, like literally everything you can think of to keep you on track with your prayer life, Hollow has. So we can give you guys a 30 day free trial of the Hollow Plus, which is how you can like get everything, all the nightly routines teen stories um so definitely definitely check it out you can find hollow in our show notes or just type it in on the app store Um, but honestly if you don't have it you're not on the team so get your hollow get it going get it now okay okay so I'm gonna interview Megan and Avery you guys ask questions on our what in the dang heck Instagram page um okay we're gonna jump right in Avery is Megan dramatic
1: oh my
2: goodness what (laughs) what Uh,
0: I'm taking time. that back to the last night with you.
2: She's not theatrical at all. I would say she's on a scale of one to 10. She's probably like, a, she's very not theatrical. I would say she's dramatic in the sense that she like places a lot of value on really weird things. <laughs> things I, I'm trying to be objective here. Things that like my male brain doesn't think are important.
0: Give us an example, a specific
2: example. Um, <clears throat> dude, my memory is horrible, so I'm not gonna be able to, like recollect something specific right now. But like, just as a generic example, basically, like you could mention one little thing to like plan out about our day, like, oh, we should go on a walk with the dogs, and it's just like a little passing moment. You're like, oh, whatever, and you don't think about it again, or at least I don't. And then at 8 p.m. We'll be heading to bed, and she'll be in like a weird mood. Like, hey, what's going on? Like, well, nothing, nothing. Everything's fine. It's just Shut that up. we never walk the dogs. Like, are you serious? I'm sorry. something, something like that. Like, she's dramatic nonsense.
0: Megan, are you the type to say nothing? Nothing's wrong. Oops. Yes, um, are you that type. <laughs> Like, there's really something's wrong. Sometimes,
1: though. Sometimes I'm straight up with you.
2: When the problem has persisted for at least a week, then she'll bring it up.
1: (laughs) Because here's my thing. I think I'm way more um, order and routine driven, and he's not. And so... I think this is a question someone asked, but I don't want to get to the point where I'm like nagging or bossing him into like doing something with me or getting into routine with me so it gives me more peace or whatever. So I'm like, okay, if it was one little thing, we, he had a weird day or I had a weird day, like we just missed it. It's fine. Not a big deal. And it's like, fine. So under a rug. So I don't mention it that first time or the second time because I'll find a reason to not mention it, right? It's really helpful. Does
0: that not just build resentment?
1: No, it doesn't build resentment, but it eventually builds frustration towards that problem. It doesn't build resentment towards him, though.
0: He's shaking his oh, head, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have their first fight on the podcast, folks? <laughs> Let's just do therapy. Let's we'll just-
2: Next question.
0: <laughs> Avery, answered this one wisely. Um, how did you know Megan was the one you wanted to marry?
2: Um. People ask us this all the time. Such a weird question.
0: It's a
1: great question. I can't wait to hear the answer.
2: Well, it's, I've answered it like a thousand times. I've probably said something different every time. I know. That's there's, why no, I'm there's no. There's no. There's no one thing. Like there was not a day where I was like, you know, what I've been thinking about this, and I've just decided, or like I didn't make a <laughs> list and like cross things off. Like yes, she checks this and this and this.
1: I did. Like that. she was.
2: <laughs> he was. <laughs> super goofy, like right off the bat when we first met each other and she was like really easy to talk to and she was fun to hang out with. And like, I wanted to, like, I had a really genuine desire to get to know her better uh, more than any other girl I'd ever met. Um And then I guess just our kind of whole relationship was built on the Catholic faith. And initially like my, uh, apprehensiveness towards it. And then our debates and arguments and talks about it and stuff like that. Like I could tell that she was very devout about it. And that was something that was important to me. Um, as a, as a Christian, a a Protestant Christian at the time, it was important for me to be in a relationship and marry someone who also loved Jesus and loved God. And she did, um, just not in the way that I had imagined in my head. Um, so it was just a lot of things, yeah. Uh, and it, it, I think it was a little bit harder too because it was over distance. So it's not like, oh, we, you know, we had this beautiful dinner and went to the beach and took a long walk and talked about our life together. <laughs> like we didn't, we never had that. Um, but she was just always there for me and she was always there to talk. And she, when we were dating, she was very genuine and I don't know. There's just a lot of things.
0: Avery, were you ever, were you thinking about the faith prior to Meg, the Catholic faith?
2: No, I did not give it a single thought.
0: What were like some of the reasons, motivations that you converted to Catholicism then? Besides like Megan just knowing her crap.
2: Um. Well, I mean, I would definitely say that Megan was like the impetus to me looking into the Catholic faith. Um, are you talking about like what aspects of the faith drew me to it?
0: Just what were the motivations that got you interested? Like how did you come around to even being open to it at all?
2: Um, Yeah, it was, I mean, it was all the talks I had with Megan about um, the differences between Protestant Christianity and Catholicism. And just the fact that she was like so devout about it. That she's the first Catholic I'd ever met that was like, no, I'm actually Catholic. Like I actually believe this stuff. Most of the Catholics I knew were like the kids in high school that had the the rosary bracelets and most of them were extremely promiscuous and like <laughs> infamously. So in the school, so I was like, yeah, whatever. Um, not that I was like a perfect Christian in high school or whatever. It just didn't, didn't set seriously. great examples for me. Um, right. Yeah. It was just Megan knowing her stuff and being very firm about it and not budging at all. That made me like, okay, well maybe this has some merit. And so that's when I started looking into it. And then I think it was just the Holy spirit, you know, working on my heart.
0: Totally. Holy spirit. Megan, did you, cause I know you didn't go into it. You're just like, I'm going to love him either way, whether he's Catholic or not. Um, but was there a moment where you knew he would probably convert before he really even knew? Um,
1: I think when he started going to Sunday mass on his own and when he bought, like, I think he bought the book, Behold Your Mother by Tim Staples. And that was the moment when I was like, this guy's committed, and the minute he reads that, was it that book?
2: No, I think about the catechism. I bought "Behold Your Mother." Larry. Okay. I think we were married when I bought that
1: book. Okay. Well, he bought the catechism, and then he was going to Sunday Mass on his own. We were longest wow. since our entire dating relationship, and he found a Mass and was going by himself. And that was never, never something I pushed or asked for either. He just started going, and in that moment, I was like, "The Eucharist is going to bring him in, and the truth that's backed up and throughout the whole catechism and everything that backs up the Bible." is going to bring him in. Like if it doesn't, mm-hmm. then he's not searching for the truth. So that, it'll, right. it'll tell us. So when he did, when he said that, I was like, oh my gosh,
0: it's over. It's happening. It's over. <laughs> Check mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So moving on to something a little more lighthearted. Avery, how did you decide on Megan's ring? Ooh, good question. Oh man.
2: Um, okay. So, so I I drove up to Sacramento with, well, I was by myself when I drove up, but I met with Annie, her best friend from high school. She was the one that actually uh, kind of introduced like, us. Introduce
0: you. Actually, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, and so we looked around at rings. Um, it, it's like the hardest thing ever to shop for a ring for, it's hard to shop for a woman for any sort <laughs> of like uh, clothing or accessory or something like that. Because there's things that I'll see at the store, and I'll like hold it up for me, and I'll be like, Hey, would you wear this? And she goes, no, she just gets this like disgusted look on her face, <laughs> and then she'll literally walk two aisles down and hold some. I'm like, This is cute, and it's like kind of different from what I held up, <laughs> but pretty much the same thing. Like, what are you talking about? In
0: a guy's brain, it's identical, <laughs> right? Because it's a shirt, and or then was, hung, hold
2: up the shirt, yeah. Right? <laughs> so it was definitely extremely intimidating. Um, she, she had like a Pinterest pin board or something. But only of like but there four wasn't, rings. Yeah, there weren't a whole <laughs> lot of rings on there. But I kind of got a gist. I was like, okay, so like nothing massive, nothing tiny, nothing like uh Wait,
0: so nothing massive, but nothing tiny. You know, it's <laughs> <small rings. Yeah.
2: laughs> um and honestly it wasn't that it wasn't that hard. Like we found this we found a couple cool rings at this one jeweler. Um, and obviously they were trying to like, it was at the mall. So they were trying to like hound us to buy it or whatever. And I was like, no, I don't think so. So we took a couple pictures of them. One of them looked like too Zelda for me. And I was like, she's probably not going to like this. Like very <laughs> triangular. Um,
0: <laughs> Why do I not know what Zelda is?
2: <laughs> Zelda is dope. You should look it up. What is it? Isn't it's it a like video game.
1: An anime video game? You know,
2: Link, the guy that I always play. Yeah. With? Is so it anime? No, it's, oh. a, no, it's a
0: video <laughs> game. Link is. Like an if I'm just finding out that Avery's into anime, I feel like I don't know Avery at all. No, I don't know. Anything. I respect
2: anime a lot, though. I don't want to get into it. Stop. I okay. Heard a lot of- so
0: the okay reason- yeah, still-
2: talk about a thing in here. Um,
0: we know what our audience wants, Avery. Oh.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Call me yeah, Parlor. So-
2: Everybody thinks like you make it sound like I completely designed this ring from scratch and I just wrote like drew it out. I didn't design the ring. I found a cool ring and I took it to a different jeweler who was not like a mainstream mall type vendor. And I was like, can you do this for me? He was like, yeah, absolutely. And then I made a couple like personal changes. Like we engraved the band. We put my birthstone and her birthstone in it in like an inconspicuous spot where she would know that it's there, but you wouldn't necessarily see it if you just saw it on her hand. And then he put uh, much better diamonds in it. So that's how. That's but he how was I worried. Was I remember same- you
1: being really worried that it was too antique looking. You're like, is yeah, it too. Wor- like like- too,
2: too bridal, too floral.
1: Right. Something. But I love it. Yeah. But you're like a lace There's kind a- of gal. Right. There's right.
2: the same guy that made uh, Charmaine's ring, my brother's yeah. wife
1: and hers is oh nice hers, yeah hers is beautiful hers
2: is <laughs> i don't make as <laughs> much
0: gotta lift her use another hand to lift her <laughs> hand up
1: i did not say yes at first i said a couple of expletives first because this was way bigger and prettier and shinier and sparklier than i ever thought a ring would be so
0: <laughs> that's so funny yeah i remember when um because what was the date you got engaged
2: the nineteenth,
0: nineteenth. The okay, just like a week and a half later, I saw. Matt, I met Megan for the first time in where were we? Oh, yeah. Uh Indianapolis. Indianapolis, and I yeah, it was the first time Megan and I met, and she just had a giant rock on her finger. And we're just talking. I just remember like we were together pretty much that whole time. And every I probably heard the story fifty times because every person that came up was like, "Can I see your ring? What does this stand for? How did it happen?" <laughs>
1: could have regurgitated it to everyone else for me if she wanted to. And then the,
2: ne- uh-huh. the next seat you were pregnant? Yeah.
1: But yeah, we didn't tell anyone.
2: Isn't that crazy? But,
1: but yeah. close friends. Yeah. yeah. I was like, there's
0: a baby in there. <laughs> <laughs> there's a baby. <laughs> okay. Um, Avery, what is something or I guess both of you, what is something about marriage that surprised you both?
1: Um... Mm. I guess it's not as annoying as people like people make memes and well people make memes and jokes about like I you don't want to cuddle anymore in bed or like you you get so sick of their bad habits or you just need time away from them it gets too much you're always together blah 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 but I I don't think that's the case for us at all obviously Avery can say yeah I I was about to say kind
2: of the same thing like it didn't seem that like different. If that makes sense, it was kind of it, kind of similar to when Carrie was born. Like, yeah, people. I don't know if people are just super dramatic when they tell you stories about you know like life changing events. Obviously, both of those events, getting married and having a baby, are insanely huge. huge and change your life forever. Totally. But it's not like it's not like oh nothing really gosh. changed. Like I'm just living with my best friend all the time, and right, it, it's awesome. Like obviously, there's different aspects of the relationship than before. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't this like massive change that I was expecting. Yeah. Which is, a, is a good thing.
1: Especially like, when people say like, well, how do you know you're compatible if you've never lived together? Or how do you know it's going to work? Or how I'm do you, like, whatever. Like mm-hmm.
2: Biggest bull crap I've ever heard.
1: Well, nothing, it, there wasn't any adjusting to do. How do you we, know like,
2: you want to buy the car if you've never driven it before? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, test drive. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, because people say, like, that is the hardest transition, and I feel like you guys living together was the smoothest
2: transition. It just seemed, like, natural. Like, it, it wasn't –
0: Yeah, it was like, oh,
1: heck, yeah. I feel like it that was, was,
2: it was also it – was, it was also probably, like, a huge god thing, too, because it's not like – That's true. It's not like we spent a ton of time in person together. <laughs> so, like, it totally could have been horrible. Yeah. Who knows? But. True. I, like I don't know if that is um if we can chalk that up to like discerning really well and just knowing each other in the time that we had with each other, or if it was just a completely god thing,
0: yeah, did you guys ever spend like three days together, just you guys before engagement or like Definitely. a weekend or like go away somewhere It was always with say, like the move. other people, yeah, the, the
1: move. move my uh, my move from or we moved together. From Alabama to California after I graduated, that was probably the longest chunk of time we'd ever spent. Just we're already up. engaged. We were already engaged, though. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we were just getting her out <laughs> to California. But every like, other was time just in a U-Haul.
1: Yeah. Every All other right? time we were around my friends or my family or his family or his friends, yeah. we would have maybe one day, maybe two days, but we were always around other people, which I think was really good for us.
2: Yeah, too, this is definitely yeah. If you are, if you're dating someone, you're. Complete one-on-one time together should be fairly limited. Um, It just – Yeah. It it allows too much temptation and, like, near occasion of sin. Like, I'm not one of those people who's like, you should never be alone together. Like, definitely, because you're going to be alone together when you're married and you need to spend alone time together. Like, not everybody should be involved in your relationship, but – Yeah,
0: you should be, like, hosting people and, like, going on double dates and, like, meeting family, friends, all the things. Yeah. And I mean, I think, obviously, alone time together, like that needs to be more compatible than friends, like that takes priority. But like, honestly, being compatible in social situations is massive, especially for social people like us, that we thrive in extroverted situations. And you want to make sure that like, if you go out somewhere, your significant other can handle their own and you're not babysitting each other. Yeah,
1: that and I feel like you get to see another side of them when you see them around their people. You know?
0: Mm -hmm. Megan and I were talking, we, like, love when guys are, like, totally gay for each other. (laughs) Like, okay, how do we describe this? We don't mean (laughs) it. You and Connor, for example.
2: Well, that explains Mr. Stash. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like, you know how guys, guys, like... Avery and Mr. Stash would be gay for each other when they meet. Like, I just know it. I'm a, and, I'm pumped. Yeah. Megan and I, like, we love when guys just love on their guy friends so much that they just, like, snuggle up next to each other. And, like, <laughs> I don't know. How do I describe it? We're describing it as, they're like, comfortable in their masculinity.
1: Comfortable in their masculinity? That they're able to be like that around each other. Because they know that it's not even, like, a thought to anyone that they actually love each other like that
0: right like guys smacking like other guys butts because they just like you know what i mean just like that stuff. you
2: know you guys are weird like that it's you guys a- see that and you're like yes
1: <laughs> because you're so confident in yourself in your friendship like you guys have such a close friendship but you're also so confident in your masculinity
2: no i to- you know what i mean I, believe me i totally get it i just think it's funny that like that's what you guys look for in a man
0: I mean, Megan and I, Megan and I, because it's like it means you're a bro. Yeah. Like that's what it means. Exactly. And I would.
1: Cece and I grew up hanging out with bros, guys.
2: I say, yeah. I would say like it means that you're you're goofy. That too. And you're just like and you're kind you're, of you're with them. You're just, yeah, like,
0: you're, you're flirty. <laughs> like you could be looking at your girlfriend while also like jumping on top of your guy friend. Yeah.
2: Okay, that's not flirting. That's a totally-
0: It is. Like, Megan and no. I are like, oh, it's so funny. That's true. Yeah. You know?
2: <laughs> you guys, you guys are reading a lot more into this than you <laughs> should be.
0: Megan and I have dissected this kind of guy. <laughs> and there's a specific kind of guy that's into that. Yeah. It's like a guy's guy, a man's man, a bro's bro. Mm-hmm. But like also here for it. Avery's like,
1: I'm done with this podcast. This is why I never listen to this. You these. guys are gonna
2: be on Reddit, like, <laughs> like women condone homosexuality and claim it's a positive trick. She's not straight.
0: She's not straight.
1: <laughs> I'm already on reddit like 50 times I don't even
0: Yeah, Megan's already on reddit bashing her from motherhood yep.
1: <laughs> y'all can go ahead and look me up have fun
0: <laughs> okay okay Um, how did Megan show you an example of a Christ filled woman I know you talked about this a little bit but specifics like what was different about her that you were searching for and found in her
1: mm-hmm.
2: um a Christ-filled woman?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I guess, like, what areas did you see God through, Megan?
2: Yeah, again, I would I would definitely say her Is steadfastness, a word? Yeah. Just her dedication to her faith and how she had a line and she was not going to cross it. And I was either going to get with it or go away. <laughs> and that yeah. was, like like regardless of of our differences that we had at the time um and how we viewed things i was like wow like she really takes this seriously and i knew that she had also had a previous relationship that didn't go that well and that was full of like a lot of pressures and a lot of influences and she was not uh in the best friend group or just social setting at the time and she still kept her faith. So that was like one of the big indicators for me that she was serious about it.
0: Do you think you, because you saw that like she could have a strong faith in that atmosphere and you can have a strong faith in military that it connected you guys through that?
2: Yeah, definitely. And and I had just gotten, I would say like I was on my way back to a strong faith after like a pretty big fall because I was not in a good friend group at all. And I had a lot of negative influences and I kind of fell away from my faith. So I was kind of, I was, I had a bad taste in my mouth for people that didn't take things seriously. And I wasn't going to get involved with people like that again. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that was extremely important to me at the time. and And obviously it still is now, but yeah, definitely to see someone who was, not in the exact same situation. It's not the exact same, but you know, pretty similar. Um, I would argue that, you know, on average college and military morals are probably about the same,
1: probably.
2: Um, you know, different temptations and different opportunities for things, but, uh, kind of about the same mentality. Um, so to see her be successful and that was definitely really, really cool to see.
0: Yeah. Um, Lighter note, uh, is there a favorite hairstyle or outfit that you love when Megan wears or does her hair like?
2: Yes. Some what? Of them, I want to know. Some of them I can't talk about on this broadcast.
1: Oh, my gosh. Shout out to Mentionable. <laughs> Jeez. Hey. Okay. Okay, but, like, what about one that I could wear to the grocery store? So, I like
2: <laughs> I like when Meg wears beanies.
1: Okay, like I skater girl.
2: No, like, oh. uh, like a... Like a mountain oh, like like, camper.
1: Like let's go cut down some yeah. trees. No. Like a
0: lumberjack not, attire.
2: Like not like hairy arms, let's go out in the forest.
0: Like like, 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 like shaved legs, but like trying to like sit and sit by a tree in the woods <laughs> I guess I guess you can sit. shaved <laughs> <laughs> legs,
1: but it might sit by a tree. <laughs>
2: cc <laughs> you need to you need to get out of dc
1: like we'll curl up at an outdoor bonfire with a cup of hot cocoa and a beanie on
2: yeah like someone Did you can do that an outdoor cafe and she probably has like a dog or something Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> <She's just> crying <laughs>
1: So that's the hairstyle and outfit in one? Um, like, hairstyle, like,
0: probably has a dog in the outdoor cafe. Where? Yeah, <laughs> okay. I did. I
2: Hair, I guess, they like, curled.
1: Oh, and it's curled? Yeah. Okay. a and- <laughs> <laughs> rough one, okay? That's the most real podcast we've ever done before. (laughs) (laughs) My
2: my stomach hurts. Whenever Cece does her makeup so that you can actually see her eyebrows, not the opposite.
1: Are you being a jerk now? No. He told me today. You know how he was saying how much he thought I looked so pretty when he did my makeup? Yeah. He was like, well, I just felt like I couldn't see your eyelashes. And I was like, well, that's because I didn't have mascara on yet that one time when I showed you. He was like, no, like the whole day. I was like... (laughs) Wait the whole day I did your makeup. Yeah, I was like, he was. I was like, so did you lie to me that day? And he was like, well, you you felt really pretty, and I was like, I it was really pretty. What do Listen, you mean? He was like, I just you couldn't you see, see her eyelashes. eyelashes? Yeah. they weren't prominent enough apparently. So he just felt weird. Well, about
2: I don't it. know if it was like the eyelashes or what. I,
1: no, it was the probably. But eyeliner, maybe, maybe
2: it just looked like her eyeball and her eyelid like were one. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you would say. <laughs>
0: It's good. It's really good. <laughs> was that a Yelp review? Um, we, I literally did Megan's makeup. She turns to Avery and she goes, Avery, do you like how I look? And he's like, you look beautiful. And Megan's like, I feel like I look so good. And now I'm figuring oh, out no. that Avery looks like, her you eyelid and eyeball good.
2: all looked like one. <laughs> like a... I'm not, <laughs> you got to say I'm it. getting myself in trouble. Like here. a what? Like a pretty Cyclops or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, Avery.
2: I'm kidding. Oh,
0: you <laughs> okay. okay, as a man, what benefits do you see from NFP, Ooh. which is natural family planning? Um,
2: you understand the woman's body a lot more, understand what they're going through a lot more. Um, <laughs> the, on, like, there's a ton of things like hormones, like. You know what to expect, you know when to expect it, you know what's going on, why it's happening. I think one of the biggest things is um, like taking part in something that would like typically be considered her job. Like, I don't know, yeah. I, might, I might have like a weird um, mm-hmm. perception of this, but like if, it seems like society places much more of an emphasis on like the woman having birth control instead of the man having a condom or whatever. And obviously both of those are not what God intended, but like that, that type of mentality I feel like uh, leaks into a lot of marriages where it's like on the woman. Um, Even if they're practicing, the couple's practicing NFB, it's like the onus is on the woman to chart her cycle and it's on the woman to track her temperature and all that stuff. So it kind of gives the man like an equal part in that. Avery,
0: do you chart for Megan?
2: Yeah. We, I mean, we haven't done it in, you There's know, not much
0: to chart right now. Yeah. But There's, like, to go <laughs> off. Those baby life. But
1: before baby, yeah.
2: But, yeah, and then, like, you can you can help out. Like, hey, I know that, uh, you know, you're on your period right now. Is there anything I can do? Or, you know, I'm going to grab your heating, uh, your heating pack. Or I'm going to make this meal because I know that it's easy on your stomach. You know, stuff like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Um did Avery accompany you during pregnancy to help you prepare for a labor birth and was birth like how was birth like from a male's perspective
1: Oh good question he you did gotta answer the first part He did help me um throughout uh pregnancy we read uh childbirth natural childbirth the Bradley way and there's a lot of like practices and things in there for like, exercises that you can do during different stages of labor, and it requires both you and your partner. Um, and so we did a lot of those together, and at the beginning, they were really hilarious and awkward, and we couldn't get through them without laughing because <laughs> you're, like, fake, faking that you're in transition and you're focusing on your breathing, and you're just like, what is happening? Like, what are we doing? But then we, like, really kicked it into gear and focused on it, and it was really helpful, and we ended up using a lot of it during birth. But what was birth like from a male's perspective? Birth was
2: freaking insane. <laughs> it was like, th- th- there's like so many aspects to it. Cause it's, it's.
0: Walk us through it. Look, just a little brief
2: chronological order of birth.
0: Or just, or just like what was so surprising to you? Or what was like the most beautiful part? Or-
2: it's like killed it. I don't know. All the movies are like, I, w- I would make this joke <laughs> with Megan all the time that she was going to be in the hospital, like, ah! Just screaming her head off. And it's not like that at all. And it's like a very methodical. I don't, I don't even, it's just so wild. Well,
0: Megan's peaceful. I could see Megan be very peaceful. It was mostly
2: peaceful and it was like intense. Like there was there was times where it was like almost like a wrestling match. Like you're getting ready, like, okay, here we go. You know, like there's another contraction coming out. Okay, here we go. And she'd wrap her her hands around my neck and She'd lean on me and breathe deep and, and it was really tough for her. And then she'd relax like, okay, you know, relax, you know, catch your breath. Uh, let's get ready for the next one. Like very like athletic and almost sport-like.
1: Which I freaking loved. And
2: then there was <laughs> there was times where it was like super emotional. It was like really tough. And there was like the we got in the bathtub at one point and it was just us two and the lights were off. And she's just grinding through this and there's like nothing really I can do. Just be there for her. And then freaking transition and like pushing, she fell asleep. So it's like this woman and (laughs) all I had heard as a, as a man was like transitions, the worst and pushing is the worst. And that's the hardest part of the pregnancy of the, of the birth.
0: Mm -hmm. What do you mean by transition? Transition is where
2: you go from like the normal um, contraction, like waves of, of the birth to where the uterus is just contracting and trying to get the baby like down into the birth canal. And then, like actually pushing to where like your whole body is getting this baby out of your
1: and mm. The shortest but hardest part. Yeah, got it.
2: Um, and so, so yeah, it, was, said just, it was, was just crazy. And then the after, it's just like a flood of emotions through the whole the whole time because when it starts, you're like, oh wow, this is crazy, and you're super excited. And then right in the middle, you're kind of tired and you're exhausted. You're like, when is this going to be over? And then it happens and you're like, holy crap, we have a baby now. Yeah. And she's got all these hormones and emotions going on. And the doctors are slapping your kid and putting them under a light and (laughs) measuring them. And And it's like, it's just crazy. It's so cool.
0: So much going on at once. No, I love hearing it from the man's perspective because it does show true teamwork. I couldn't imagine like going through that without a husband right but that's
1: the part that we love about having had a doula and why we'll always have one is that he was able to be there entirely for me emotionally yeah and then sienna could worry about our doula could worry about the things the doctors were saying or applying like physical pressure to my back which avery could help out with too but i needed avery there emotionally whereas sienna could cover everything else so Mm
0: -hmm.
2: on like a more heavy note too it made me really realize Um, how difficult just the pregnancy in general is, Um, and I obviously I don't want to make this sound like sympathetic towards abortion, but it made me understand where people come from in a in a a more uh rounded way when they talk about you know oh well single moms yeah like people always make the argument oh well you're you're gonna make this woman carry this child and before I was like yeah, I don't care because it's a baby. And I still have that view, obviously. It doesn't matter. It's a baby. It's a life. It's an innocent human life and it has a lot of value. But it just made me understand, you know, like what they go through a little bit more. Not that it makes it okay at all, but it makes me more sympathetic towards that. And mm-hmm. definitely more apt or, or um, like willing or um, excited yeah. to help out with any sort of, you know, program or, mm-hmm. or way to help out with that. Right. But it is a lot. It is a lot. And definitely like, even that it doesn't end there. Just, you know, having a little baby is so tough. I can not imagine yeah. doing that on your own.
0: What, um, what has being a father changed about you? Like what is it, or even like, what is it like watching Carrie on your own? But what has like the biggest thing that's changed about you from evolving from, you know, single guy to husband to uh, father within two years?
2: That's probably a better question for Megan. Um, From just from like my own observations, I guess I noticed how selfish I was with my time. Um, It wasn't really something that I realized as much when Megan and I were newlyweds, but like I'd come home from work and I would want to work on the forerunner or want to go, you know, do something, whatever. Like I had my hobbies before we got married and I'm, I have them now and I'm going to still do them or whatever. Um, <clears throat> having Carrie kind of forced me to take a step back and realize how like actually selfish I was being because you just can't, you can't watch a kid completely by yourself 24 seven and, and not have it affect you because when, Meg left. She left two weekends in a row to go do weddings, and I had Carrie by myself. And obviously,
0: past two weekends, yeah, yeah, past two weekends, Avery was by himself.
2: So it's it's different, you know. Meg can, you know, just feed her whenever she needs to, and it's a little bit easier for her, and it's it's harder for me in other ways. But it made me realize, like, holy crap! Like, just the emotional changes that I went through, and like how like ground down I felt. Like, dude, this is not fun um and like just like my temper got shorter and I was not in a good mood like the whole time and I there there was times where I enjoyed it especially during the first weekend because it wasn't that bad and I had like the light at the end of the tunnel like Megan was going to come home but I realized like I really need to step away from some of my hobbies and some of the things that I enjoy because I come home from work and I've been gone all day and then I want to go do something for myself and understandably. So, you know, like I've been doing other things all day, but Megan has been watching this child all day and, and it's not a easy thing to do. It's easy for guys to just think, Oh, well, you know, you just sit there with them and hang out and that's pretty much. Don't
0: you want to spend 24 seven? Like, isn't this what you like? Your first choice, you know,
2: but it's not, you know, unicorns and rainbows. It's really tough. So
0: What's your favorite dad moment with Carrie? Like, I, I guess now that you've had these two weekends,
2: uh, I, I think I think my favorite part is figuring out something new that makes her laugh consistently. <laughs> um,
0: that thing with that video with Mo is so cute. Oh,
2: oh yeah, when she's jumping, jumping around, <laughs> yeah, yeah, stuff like that. When she's like genuinely like, this is the most hilarious thing she's ever seen in her life. <laughs> Those are the greatest moments because you like nothing else matters in those moments. You're just in completely completely enjoying the moment with her.
0: What's one thing you want to show Carrie? Um, I guess in the next five years of her life?
2: One thing I want to show Carrie?
0: Yeah. Or teacher. Like some people would say like, oh,
1: a dad's role is to show them how a man how a man should treat them. Oh gotcha. But like how to tie a shoe. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Um stability probably just like being there for her all the time
0: mm. um an intangible thing i like that i was gonna be like hold the gun went i appreciate it yeah, i appreciate it that. that.
2: <laughs> like that's not something that i had a lot in my in my like early childhood i had that but growing up in like middle school and high school that's not something i had and that's something that's huge for kids. Um, I definitely want to give her all of the lessons and advantages and uh, just life things that I didn't get as a kid. Um, mm-hmm. Be able to pass on the lessons that I had to learn the hard way just through communication to her so that she doesn't have to go through the actual pain of it. But she understands the, the lesson behind what happened to me.
0: Right. So she doesn't have to go through it. Yeah. I think that's what parents, it's like, it's not living your, it's not like living your wounds and like fixing them through your kids. It's like letting them know your wounds so that they don't actually fall in. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what's something about men that you want, want women to know? It's pretty
2: vague. So many things.
0: <laughs> hey, I thought you guys were simple creatures.
2: yeah i know but (laughs) (laughs) you guys have man something about men yeah as cliche as it is honestly like
1: (laughs) nervous we're we're not always
2: thinking about something like i'm i'm not saying that as a joke to be funny and like oh like, sometimes we're literally just not thinking about anything, and we're just hanging out and just going about our day, <laughs> and and something will be on Meg's mind or whatever, and she's just appalled that I could not have this same thought in my head at the same time. It's like, <laughs> you know, I was just kind of
0: read her mind and simultaneously yeah. think the you same mean, thing.
2: You mean you woke up this morning and also didn't think about this? No. <laughs>
1: I just can't it, – it blows my mind
0: that they can literally, like, just go blank up there.
2: That's the best.
0: I The amount of times I ask Mr. Stash when we're FaceTiming, what are you thinking about right now? Uh-huh. Nothing. I'm like, <clears throat> okay. That nothing.
2: That, <laughs> okay. So <laughs>
0: that, <laughs> And – What?
2: We don't think about the same things. Megan will ask me, like, a deep question. Like <laughs> – what What is something in the past year that you learned about me that made you think about God and how that relates to care? Like something just out of left field. And I'm like, dude, I'm driving to IHOP right now. Something out of left field. It's like maybe, maybe nine in the morning isn't the best time to ask that question. <laughs>
0: And then I would follow up with, "Okay, well, what is the best time to approach this conversation?" Uh-huh. And then you would be like, "I do never, never, probably
2: never." <laughs> never. <laughs> you yeah, guys, that's so funny. You guys are just very like. Introspective and mm-hmm. reflective, and you like. I think
1: expe-
0: especially yeah. Megan and I.
1: Yeah, especially Cece and I. Because some girls aren't. Some girls are like whatever.
0: Right. Yeah. I think Megan and I are like. There's deeper meaning to everything. Let me pick this apart. <laughs>
1: or how could I go deep today? I really want to go deeper.
0: I'm like, how can the Lord just really like help me figure something more about myself today? <laughs> I'm like, Avery's like, what the crap? <laughs> okay, how can wives encourage their husbands without bossing them around? Hmm. I know Good that's question. very um, specific. Someone must be really needed some advice.
2: <laughs> in like in what way?
1: Like if I if I wanted to start a routine, this is something like we're personally trying to figure out. We're trying yeah. to start a routine. Obviously, you're leaving, so we're not going to figure it out till after you get back. I got it. How would I?
2: Men are very. For for the most part at least, obviously there's exemptions to the the norm. Men are very like goal driven and task driven. So if you if you have something that you want to get done like around the house or in your family or like you want to spend more time together or whatever, like come up with some specific way that you can fix that, or be like, I need your help coming up with a specific way to fix this problem that i see in mm. our marriage or around the house or with the kids or something Bring like that them into it because
0: help them well, come up with the solution yeah,
2: because the most annoying thing for me as a man is when megan is like i don't want to say complaining because that makes her sound like really naggy but like when megan has some sort of problem or whatever and she's venting to me about it well what about what about this no that wouldn't work because this okay well what if what if we tried this i already did that well uh did you talk yes <laughs> okay. okay. You I guys, don't... after
0: this, after this, go to YouTube and type in the nail. It's a video. It's a minute. Have you watched it? <laughs> Sometimes the girls just want the guy to listen, but it's also very frustrating right. for the guy because he's hearing you when there's multiple solutions. And if,
2: and if that's the case, fine. Tell me, hey, I've been having a right. hard time dealing with this. I need you to listen to me vent. Okay. I'll sit here all day because- that's a, that's a task that I have to do. Listen to my wife vent. Oh, I can do that. Venting. <laughs> Got it. That makes me think that you're having a problem and I need to help you with it. And I want to help you with it because I'm your husband. <laughs> but when every single solution just gets shot down, it's like, I don't know why you brought this up to me then. Why don't you. And then you feel degraded. Right. This? Yeah. And it's and like, worthless. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, so what would the So if if there's a change that needs to be made, I would say, "Hey, you know, I've recognized that we are lacking in this or that I need help with this. Can you help me come up with some sort of way to fix this?" That's going to come off a lot better than "I never get enough help around the house." Because that might yeah. be true. Your husband might not help around the house at all. I, you know, I'm I've gone through phases where I didn't really do anything around the house. But,
0: but instead, you could explain, be like, so I have this task and this task, and I'm finding that I can't have, I, I'm not finding time to fit this one yeah. in. How and can we figure that's that not out? To
2: say that you can't call him out. I'm not saying right. like you need to be nice about it or whatever. If your husband's being a lazy man, then call him out.
0: But, like say it, say the word. No, I'm <laughs> <kidding>.
2: <laughs> the best, I, I think just in general, just dealing yeah. with people in general, the best way to do it is to lay out the problem, what needs to happen. And if you need help laying out what needs to happen, then ask for that. But uh, just like generally venting or complaining about things doesn't really get you the results that you need.
0: Right. And when someone comes to the solution themselves, like you guide them to the solution. When someone has a light bulb moment, instead of being told how this is, is, this is, or what's supposed to be done, they're more inclined to like be a part of it and make it happen. And they feel proud with it instead of feeling like they just have to do something to complete whatever you need me to.
2: And a good example of that is me with the forerunner. Like, like I said, I realized through Carrie that I've been taking a lot of time for myself doing things that I like to do. And that's something that Megan has brought up plenty of times, but that's not something I really truly realized like on my own until we had Carrie. And now you know, I think I've been making some changes, but maybe Megan doesn't feel like that. But, no, you've um, been really, you've but, been really good. Yeah. It's, <laughs> sometimes you just gotta, you gotta be consistent and wait it out.
0: Yeah. 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 Well that really sums up all of our questions. I Nobody feel like wait, you have to ask oh, him a couple. Sorry.
1: I put a Dude. little list of Avery questions and okay. they're very specific to his personality, so we do have to ask him a couple.
0: Okay. What is your weapon of choice?
2: Uh
1: for like hunting. Someone was asking it regarding hunting. Hunting? Yeah, weapon of choice for hunting.
2: Brilliant. Oh, well, it depends on the kind of hunting you're doing.
1: Okay. Well, coyote hunting, because you've been doing that.
2: Coyote hunting, I have a 5.56 five, AR-15, so that's what I use. I also have a .308 uh, bolt-action Savage Axis. The problem with three oh eight is it's a it's a big round. And so um, from what I've heard, obviously, I've, I've, I still have not shot a coyote, and I'm really mad about it. What I've from what I have coyote. read, uh, obviously, like the bigger rounds have bigger exit wounds, so that kind of ruins the pelt. I mean, you have this massive hole. So five five six is a pretty small round, so that you know it can do the job and kill the coyote humanely and quickly, but it doesn't leave a huge uh, exit hole. Also, five five six is just a good round in general.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Right?
2: <laughs> CC, yeah, you would you would agree with that? Angel.
0: Yeah, I would. I'm typically a five five four and a half. but that sounds good to me
1: (laughs) don't we just make you feel like included we just really try to talk
2: (laughs) wherever you need us
0: Avery, Avery, thoughts on the Ford Bronco, I'm really thinking about investing and just wanted to know what you're thinking about it
2: are these questions that Megan wrote out no, I swear to you
0: people
1: have actually asked these questions she
2: just said that you went through all the questions
1: she went through all the questions. I put four different boxes. One was about us and marriage. One was about Carrie. And one was about Catholicism. And then another one was about every question. Okay, I'll
0: be honest. I'll be honest. I deleted those, but then you said to ask them, so I had to control Z everything to have them pop back <laughs> up. <So laughs> no. It's not
1: me. It's Jesus. She Mr. was like Stash. not asking them. Mr.
2: Stash did not have this type of sabotage happen to him. I guarantee <laughs>
1: I so, people okay. have actually asked these, so it wasn't it wasn't me. The CC Ford, deleted them, but it wasn't anybody
2: CC. anybody who follows me on Instagram knows that I am a Toyota man to my grave. The Ford but, Bronco is the only vehicle that will pull me away from Toyota. I was extremely impressed with what they rolled out.
1: CC, are you actually considering getting a Ford Bronco, or did you
2: just make that up? No, I don't even know, <laughs> know what it looks like. I'm first <laughs> stick. So the the thing that they did fantastically is uh, they, I, I feel like they had a goal in mind. Like they had an end goal in mind when they designed this car. Like, what do we want this thing to do? And they were like, we're going to design this for the off-road enthusiast. And you can really tell. There's like seven trims, I think.
0: Off-road enthusiast. Every,
2: every single trim comes standard with four-wheel drive. You cannot get a two-wheel drive Ford Bronco which is pretty it, it's pretty indicative of the goal that they were trying to set. There's the Sasquatch package which comes with a rear <laughs> electronic diff locker, which I can explain that off podcast. I, just
0: love, I think you like
1: 10 seconds to think of any answer for the ones about me, but you get asked about the Ford Bronco. Because and these,
2: you can't stop talking. Because these Questions about you are important. And I want to take my time and come up with a great answer. Good
0: really answer. That. Mm, there we go. There's
2: a, a out interior with, with plugs. So you can literally like get done running around the mud all day. And CC, you can literally take a garden hose and hose out the inside of your car and then just pull a plug and it drains out. How sick is that?
0: Honestly, I'm down for that. Yeah. That's Ooh, pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Especially with kids. Yeah. Dirty There's kids. Get stuff. up all in there. Get up, up all in, in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, uh. She's trying to. That's about it! <laughs> <laughs> She's trying wow. to revive the killed question. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and we'll just wrap it up there. So we have so many good voicemails, but we'll do that next time. Um, we have updates on Catholic Match Girls. We have um, updates on cute mask guys. We have updates on dating Russian men. Dating <laughs> um, Russian men. We- <laughs> Oh, we all love it so keep sending in your heck yeses and heck no's keep it short keep it sweet make it happen megan bye guys
2: salutations <laughs> salutations
0: <laughs> H-M.
1: <laughs> thanks a ton for listening to the what in the dang Heck podcast.
0: Make sure to call our hotline at 312-775-2615 and share your heck yes or heck no moment. Subscribe, leave
1: a rate and review, and might as well follow us on our Instagrams while you're at it. See you next week. You're the only one who's had three glasses in the <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: jealous. What time is it? Four o'clock? No, it's six. It's six.
2: But I started but at But he started like three. at
0: three, so.
1: <laughs> <laughs>